Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 168.5 episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and those sexy legends at Audio Technica. I am your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan 8-Bit, and today on the Pack Show floor. And joining me today, I've got three very special guests because uh, we got sick of Salim shit and we've kicked him out. So we have brought in today for our Pack special. John O'Pack, who can be found at John himself. Screamus, who can be found at Screamus. That's S-K-R-E-E-M-U-S. And Matty Perkins, who can be found at Matty Jerkins. How are you doing today, boys? Oh, it's good to be here. It's always good to be on THG. But, and with these lads, too. Yeah. I'm very excited to be here. That's yeah. right. Making their Hungry Gamers debuts. It's uh, It's been a long time coming, so apologies about that. I'm pretty slack with scheduling, but we got you here. We've got a couple of patrons here, too. We do. Awesome. Yeah. We do. Big you time know. supporters. Lovely, yeah. Yeah. Good. Over the so, years, uh, lately. Listeners, Matty's he's always got a, a pretty deep, bassy tone, yeah. but he's uh, he's really stepped it up a notch for this episode. So, I figured uh, I'd do something special for the boys. Cause yes. It just, yeah, you can't. You can't go to PAX and not remember it in some way. So I think from the rest, like for the rest of my life, I'll potentially just sound like this. I how, many, how much sleep are you on now for the combined three days? The combined three days, I think I've had maybe seven and a half hours, maybe eight, maybe eight, nice. potentially yeah, nice. maybe. You're so. doing pretty good considering you're John Law's dad. So uh, <laughs> you're going all right there, mate. Yeah, I, got, I got in the Uber, I think it was a couple of days ago. And he says to me, he goes, oh, mate, you, are you related to Darren Lockyer? <laughs> nah, champion. <laughs> so, um, I, I guess before we get too heavy on this, maybe we should get a little bit of an orange origin story, maybe some elevator pitches on who you are, what you do. Tell us about your things. If we're going sort of around the circle here, Screamus, we'll start with you. Tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, what you get up to, and uh, yeah, whatever else you want to throw in. Yeah, so as you know, I'm Screamus. Uh, I'm from a podcast called TRP, The Review Podcast. Um, formerly a member of Neon Lights Gaming. Um, and at the moment, I'm just sort of freelancing it, just chilling out, doing my thing. Pick him up, freelancer, subcontractor, gun for hire, at Screamus on the socials, pick him up. What about you, uh, Jerko? Uh, so I do a whole bunch of nothing, really. Uh, I do US A Valvoline commercials here and there. commercials, mostly for Toyota and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> not allowed near schools at the moment. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I, uh, I, I own and operate a brand called Ultra Super Mega. Um, we're doing a bit of soul searching at the moment and trying to find out exactly what we are. Um, I host a podcast called The Megacast as well. And you can just find me doing social stuff around the place as well. Um, Especially on TikTok, right? Oh, yeah, man. We've got ourselves know. a bit of a celebrity here. I don't know how that's happened, eh? Because it kind of only dawned on me yesterday because uh, I've got 30,000 followers nearly on TikTok Jeez, now. man. And um, I, I, I'm like, I should probably do something with that, mate. <laughs> like, I, it sort of just crept up on me because I've been doing it for a couple of months now. And, a couple of my videos have gone like semi-ish viral, I guess, with like half a million views and like That's a bunch of stuff and stuff like that. It's ridiculous, but it's so great. It's so weird. Not, not if you see the videos. Nah, it's, it's probably not as great. As do you have like a style, like a thing you do, or is it just random stuff every time? Ah, uh, so generally they're knowledge-based. So like, Ooh, knowledge. I mean, one of my videos is like, did you know that the average toilet flushes in the key of E flat? And then I flush a toilet, and then it got like. 
250,000 views. <laughs> Just for a toilet flush. <laughs> and stuff like that. And like, I think the one that, um, <laughs> the one, the one, this is going to go so well with this voice too, shit. The, um, the one that's got the most is, uh, me teaching you how to tie rope handcuffs. <laughs> yeah. So you did like a little bit of BDSM on TikTok. A little bit. That one video. I did one video because I think it's very interesting because, um, you know, I just think it's an interesting skill, like ropes, and it's just yeah. interesting. So I did the video, and then the amount of inboxes I got in the weeks after, like in the two weeks after, is like, there's some thirsty people out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you can combine BDSM with ASMR with the way you. Yeah, 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 definitely. So four, that's eight letters. Flip the rope over. That, that's next level stuff. Like you could start showing different knots, like blood yeah. knots and hangman knots and all yeah, these other yeah. things. Well, this way it's really easy because TikTok you're limited to one minute, so. You can tie a lot of knots in a minute, though. You, you surprisingly I've seen you can. operate. Yeah, I can tell you. But uh, I'm actually looking at branching out. So I'm in the currently in talks with a couple of people because I want to start potentially maybe doing uh, one-minute game reviews, quick game reviews, and trying to trying to get some sort of a brand going on TikTok where you can use it for more than just lip-syncing videos and being a thought. So you know, not to ever see, but yeah, it should be good. So I, I reckon you could definitely target the over 60s market as far as you could promote. Yes. Aged care homes, yes. like um, <laughs> life insurance, car servicing. With how old I am, yeah. Early bird specials, all that. With that voice, mate, you the are. Voice as well, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was quite funny. I was it. I think it was. I think it was Logitech yesterday, and I sort of said, oh, "I do this TikTok thing. I've got, you know, this many followers." And they said, "What are you doing on TikTok? Isn't that like a young person's app?" I'm like, "Yes. Good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." It's, it's really popping, isn't it? TikTok is yeah. the hotness right now. It's the new Vine. Everyone's calling it the new Vine. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, I mean, in, interesting, in an interesting uh, sort of place because I, I, I guess I'm what you'd call not an early adopter, but as it's gotten bigger, I'm, I'm on the sort of train as it's coming up. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see if... I mean, if it can even be used for, for brands. Oh, of course it, it can. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it, it's... The, the, these social media yeah. influencers, these scantily clad women, just yeah. taking two seconds to promote a, a teeth whitening thing, you know? That is so true. Yeah, that is true. you've got a minute to promote Valvoline's new, uh, you know, <laughs> high grade engine cleaner. You, you can talk a lot about oils in, in 60 seconds. Especially if it sounds like I've already drank it. <laughs> so, you know. It's, uh, it's pretty addictive, too, though, even from like a watching point of view, it's pretty addictive. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I found myself the last week, like, Emptying my phone battery out, just scrolling yeah. through TikTok. And what's uh, what's your what's your TikTok kinks that you got going on? What's what's the stuff that's drawing you in? I think it's more like the dance crave stuff. Oh yeah. I don't know why. It's just watching the people try and do like the top TikTok dance moves and failing at it. I just love watching that kind of stuff. Yeah. One dude who like made a dance uh, and he got suspended from his school. And that, now that video has got like twelve and a half million likes and, yeah, wow. and stuff. There's another dude who did like a. A spook, you know the song "Spooky Scary Skeleton." You know that fucking. That yeah, song. yeah, yeah, that's a big one. You dance to that, and they, I mean that—that's got like millions upon millions of views and likes, and it's just going mental. So it's—it could be, it already is a big platform, but it could be like the next big platform. So it sounds like it's going to be well positioned until Facebook buy them or something. You know, that—that's probably yeah. the inevitable final step. Yeah, when they remove the like counts and all that yeah. sort of stuff, and make it really hard for influencers to use the platform it's like highlander rules you know there can be only one and facebook is the uh you know the, the, yeah. the from the clan mcleod so but they're a scary beast facebook or highlanders well, well, both actually both, yeah they're the same thing pretty much pretty much the only way to kill zuckerberg is to decapitate him so, uh, <laughs> yeah he's a robot but he just keep talking he's something
He is something. But you know what else is something? Fucking packed Australia. Woo. We're here, day three, Sunday. The sun is shining. The birds are singing. The wankers behind us the Cooler Master are carrying on like no tomorrow again. Like, <laughs> again. who wants a free rudimentary crappy mouse pad? Everyone goes, yeah. yeah. That's it's, it's the problem with use today, mate. They want the freebies, even if it isn't worth the cost of freedom. Like the, it's uh, with the cost of catching it. Yeah. Like I think yesterday it was a, a bag, like a Woolies looking bag. Yeah. Like, they're going crazy for a bag. Yeah. You know these Melbourne hipsters, they'd be all about that. It's probably yeah, you know made of some like local hemp that they've sort of fashioned from a homeless man's sack. And can I just say the amount of top knots is fucking alarming. Oh, yeah. So many. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot. There's yeah. a very large amount. It's shocking. And it's only getting worse. Like Sunday is sort of the, obviously the winding down period of packs, but there is still a lot of traffic here on the show floor. You can't really tell here on the AT booth because these BP40s just isolate all this white noise around us, you know. Nothing but the best here. But um, we're at packs. I guess we should probably talk about games and experiences and what we've sort of tackled over the last few days. Maybe we sort of go back round the circle, uh, start with Valvoline himself. What have you been doing? Have you been playing anything of note? What's some highlights? Uh, you know, share some thoughts. Mate, taking out the uh, competition last night was a bit of a highlight. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you that. That was, a, that was pretty good. Um, in fact, I really, the, the first game we played, that plane game, that was awesome. Oh, uh, Baron Fur or? Baron, yeah. It was actually a lot of fun. I honestly haven't played that much this year. Uh, I've mostly been here networking and meeting people and meeting with brands and, and yeah. a bunch of stuff. Swinging that TikTok big, well, uh, big sort of status around, haven't you? I only started on that yesterday morning because I, I was here the first day and like I didn't think that anyone would be interested, so I didn't, I didn't mention it. And like, and so I was like, you should mention that. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I started. But um, I haven't really played too much. I don't... I love, I love packs and I love the games here, but the, I kind of feel weird about playing really early release copies, like versions yeah. of games, because I, I don't want to like ruin it for myself. Yeah, if you know and what it I mean? Can sort of shape the wrong opinion yeah. too. Like if it is a, a, a beta build or an alpha build, and it's not what you want it to be. So yeah. then when it comes out, it could be obviously much improved and higher polish. You're like, yeah. uh, maybe I was like the, the Avengers game. I was over there yeah. and I was seeing people play it. And I, I went to take a photo. And he's like, no, no photos. Yeah. Mate. I can't take photos. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, no, no photos. This is pre pre alpha like this is like really really early build it's yeah. completely different like why are you letting people play it then yeah in an open area like that it's not closed off um, yeah I, I played a bit of avengers if we sort of said i don't know if you guys have played anyone else here no, tried yet. some it's pretty good pretty it's good pretty good like obviously there was a few little bugs and jitters here and there to be expected on a pre-alpha but yeah you got to sort of sprinkle the main avengers flavor you start as thor you transition to Iron Man, then you go into Hulk, and then you go um, into um, Captain America, and then you finish with Black Widow. So you get a get a smattering of the big five. Uh, they do a little nice cut to Miss Marvel. You see her sort of um, in her you know high school outfit under duress, but uh, that was a nice little nod. But it's, it's pretty cool. Like Iron Man was the least enjoyable. Yeah, that, that's interesting because like, if, if you follow the comics reasonably uh, it might have been undone but reason sort of reasonably recently they announced hulk was immortal yeah he's just you can't kill him he's indestructible i mean he's been i'm a massive nerd so he's been he's been thrown through a sun like he's like he's had universes collapse on him he's survived i just kind of feel like he wouldn't have a health bar in the game no. he's like choose the hulk but he does he does right. but he was he was probably the most enjoyable to play yeah because it is like just remember like games like rampage where you were just running rough shot through the whole town, like you're, you're smashing tanks, you're jumping you know, large distances, you're picking up dudes, slamming around, using them as weapons. So that was really cool. Captain's like got that more sort of traditional brawler style, yeah. just fists and shields. 
it's um, Black Widow sort of a hybrid, you know, she's sort of quick but heavy on, on the melee. Iron Man sucked, like it, <laughs> anyone that played Anthem knows what sort of playing as Iron Man should be like. But sadly, Avengers doesn't really nail their own IP in that regard. That's that's really disappointing. Yeah, yeah. The, the targeting system was pretty pretty hit and miss, and um, just when you are sort of floating around, you get above a certain area, and they're like, you know, lower, like return to orbit almost. Otherwise, you're going to lose the mission. So that was kind of shit where you do have this glass ceiling above you as Iron Man, as far as the verticality. Uh, but it's pretty cool. You know, you fight Taskmaster at the end. That's no secret. It's been in all the all the video and the sort of the scissor reels sneaking around. But I'm excited for it in May. Like, similar to you, I'm a, I'm a big sort of Marvel nerd, and I'm excited to see what they do with it and how they're going to sort of transition in. Obviously, they, they kill off Captain America as far as the big story goes. So um, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, looks gorgeous. The voice acting's on point. But, um, that's, that's probably the biggest title I've played. Yeah, fair. I don't think I'm really... I saw... Actually, I only just, I only just saw Destroy All Humans. I didn't even know it was here. Yeah. I, just past, I was like, what the hell? I was like... Yeah. I was, that was here. So, but yeah, I've been here for constantly two days and still haven't seen everything. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... You come here with the best intentions to like, I'm going to play everything on the show floor. I'm going to spend time here and there. And then it's like, I'm going to go get a beer. I'm going to get a burger. I'm going to have a nap. I'm going to go make fun of that guy. You know, like it's... And you go, God, I really want to play that. And you walk up and you go, how long is the line? They're like, oh, it's like an hour and a half. And you go, oh, I don't want to play it that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what else have you played? Um, no, not much. Not just much. My, just my voice, really. <laughs> um, I've played a few of the indie games. I always like going and check it, like the, the uh, yeah. party crashes and stuff like that. I want to get through the indie game section today. That's where I'm going to spend a lot of my time today. Yeah. Yeah. Go and meet up with all the indies and um, you know, have a chat to them. And they'll probably look at me very weird for a bit. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd say I go play a lot of those games and I... I actually want to check out the board game section down the back yes. as well, so yes. I can check out some of that stuff. Yeah. 100%. What about you, Screamers? What have you been playing? Um, the same, oh, not really much, actually. The same thing. I've just been walking around, chatting with people. Um, I found a new appreciation for the board game section. Hell yeah. Because this year I've just started getting into D&D, so I'm like, now I kind of like understand the hype for like, I need those dice. I need multiple dice for some reason. And, um, Those so, dice vendors would be making an absolute killing. Killing. The cost that they charge for some of these dice, it's, it's highway robbery. Like, I need to start making dice. Like, that's that's the meal ticket right there, I think. It's true. But God, they're sexy looking dice. Oh, yeah. They're good looking <laughs> dice. Someone like me who's a noob to the D&D scene, I'll be like, oh, $120? That's a bargain. I'll take that. Thank you. Uh, you know what I mean? You know, like, especially when there's like Pandafur and Tungsten yeah. mixed in there or yeah. some bullshit. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. But, you know... It's worth its weight in gold because they'll get extinct eventually. So if you can be one of the only men on the planet with a set of panda and tungsten dice, yeah. I think you're, uh, you know, looking good for the future. Actual human bone dice. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, there'd be people. There's like, um, there's like, the antler horn bone. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff in that, and I was like, wow, okay, it's OP. I'm like, so um, but now I'm sort of like the both ends, sort of indie one side, and I walk straight through to the board games and sort of chill out on those two ends. Um, I'm the same thing, like. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go play this game, and then an hour and a half wait. Yeah. I, can, I can wait a few months. Yeah, like, I, I have a newfound respect for a lot of the, the general punters that are coming in and queuing for several hours at a time to play a 10 or 20-minute rail demo. Like, like, power to them. Like, I, I love video games, but I don't think I love a single game enough to wait three hours to play 20 minutes knowing it's coming out the next month. Yeah, Some of them are already out too. Like, yeah. people queuing up for, you know, like, like uh, Link's like, Awakening yeah. and stuff. I think we're also, we're also pretty lucky though. We, I don't think we should uh, sort of forget that we, we get to do this every, like, we, I mean, this is my third PAX now. 
Um, this is your, you know, you've been going to PAX for ages. We're very lucky that we sort of get to experience PAX in a way that not many other people do. <laughs> I've got a very special person laughing yeah. at me right the now. The mayor of PAX has just rolled the into town. The mayor of PAX has just rolled up and he's just having a, having a bit of a chuckle at me. Adam Pez of Perry. Yeah, Adam Pez. But, um, 32 going on 62, the poor fella. Like, <laughs> my goodness. But um, we're very lucky, so we get to do this every year. We get to see PAX in a very different way. I think if I had, you know, uh, first of all, problems. If I'd have paid for my ticket, I think I'd be a lot more likely to sort of stand in line. You know what yeah. I mean? I think if I had, uh, oh, you, you don't, you don't. I pay, <laughs> I, I pay for my ticket. And I, I don't stand in line. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it's just weird. yeah. It's, it's sort of. Yeah, I don't know. I feel very lucky to be here. So. 100%. Like for, for the ones that do get the the media, the content, the special guests, or whatever, it is, it is a privilege. But um, yeah, I just hate waiting for anything in life, whether it be games, whether it be my dinner, you know, whether it be traffic. You know, I ain't got time for none of this. So busy yeah. boy, busy boy. Oh, and I'm just very impatient. No, that's something I need to work on. But uh, I'm the same. I, I don't like waiting, but yet I'll show up half an hour before a movie starts or a cinema. You know, just because I like to feel that sort of like I know the surrounding. That punctuality, though, that's 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 a lost art. You know, everyone is eternally running late, me especially. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm impressed by that. Yeah, I so, always. I'm always 20 minutes early to, yeah. to a movie. So have you played anything? Like, I know you've been talking about a lot of board games and things, but have you had a smattering amongst the indies? Anything that stood out to you? Yeah, yeah, I've had a few games of uh, Reef Battles. They're here for another three, oh, yeah. three years running. They're here again. Shout out to Juicy Cupcake. Yeah, awesome guys. Um, Damsel as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damsel's so good. They are just going from strength to strength with that game, aren't they? The game is incredible. They're, they're, and they're local. Like, I'm from Queensland. They're Brizzy. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of respect for them. Great, great game, too. Great game. So it's a really good game, that one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've just been just sort of wandering through and playing bits and pieces. But yeah, besides that, it's more just like walking around and chilling out. Yeah, going through. Yeah, I think PAX is very much the social aspect. I'd say for the vast majority of the people that come to this thing is the highlight of it. Yeah. Either whether it be their yearly pilgrimage, bringing their their raid clan all together from across the country or their, their, their podcast crew or whatever it is and getting together, having a couple of cans, having a laugh, playing some games, making fun of Cooler Master and their shitty hype crowd thing they got going on over there. Like, yeah, It's not going to be the games that you remember like years down the track. Like, oh, remember that time I played Detroit Become Human before it came out? Like, <laughs> I do remember that, but that's not the thing that stands out the most, you know? It's, it's going to be like, next year's going to be like, remember when Perko sounded like a potential <laughs> yeah, exactly. sex pest? Like, exactly. <laughs> good times, good times. It's oh, like I said before, this uh, this, this podcast, uh, this uh, PAX is very different for me this year because every year I've come with a crew. Yeah. This year it's just my brother and I, and it's like, yeah. it's a different PAX, it's a different feel without a crew. It's like, now it's actually going meeting new friends and old friends and that's the thing you're, you're building on your crew now you know you're, that's it, yeah. you're alone woofing but you're never really alone here that's it that's true yeah very true like say two three years ago if i went to a convention i'd sort of walking around going look at all these people hugging and you know catching up and it's coming like that now like third year now and it's, you know yeah, people you see and it's like people you meet like you met them you meet them once a year yeah, the packs. yeah that's right yeah it's like a compressed high school reunion yeah, it's like you a know? time chamber because you also meet these people and it's like nothing. You, like, you speed up with them. It's like, oh, hey, man, how you going? I haven't, yeah. I haven't spoken in like a year, but nothing has yeah. changed. Let's go catch a beer. And let's yeah. yeah, that's it, yeah. But then you see Pez, it's like, man, I've, it looks like I haven't seen you in 30 years. You are, <laughs> how was your 60th, mate? Like, what's going on? It's hard, it's hard, it's hard being the mayor of PAX, mate. That's it, you know. In border, borderlands, you know, there's over a billion guns. That's that's a lot of guns to count. It'd be stressful. He named every one of them. Every single one of them. They're all... Right with spelling mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> completely, he's fucked the game. Completely from the ground. <laughs> he 
a great game, though. Ah, it is a good game, and we love you, Pez. And 2K, you're doing some good stuff. They really are. There's a, there's a few brands at the moment that are just... Maybe not Blizzard, but there's a few, <laughs> there's a few brands doing very, very good things at the moment. Like, yeah. Companies that are like Ubisoft are doing really well. Like that, you know, they're listening to the community and fixing up a bunch of their games. Yeah, 2K are back. There's a bunch of companies that are really, really, yeah, breaking the mold and doing really good things with their games. And it's it's great to see. It really is good to see. Best time to be a gamer. Best time. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. Fun. Speaking of good times to be gaming, what have you been playing at PAX show floor, John Peck? Well. <clears throat> I, I, like you, thought I'd be coming in and playing all these big games, but it was really just that first day in uh, that hour that the media gets before people roll through the doors to thousands of people. And I thought, uh, yeah, I definitely want to get into some of these. So I, I walked past the Marvel Avengers line to Final Fantasy VII and, and gave that demo a shot. Did you really? I did. Is I did. It, it, it is good. It, it feels really good. Like, there's some issues with how it looks. But it is also like the Avengers are pre-alpha or whatever it's called. And then it, Mar it comes out in March though, so it's not yeah, too Yeah, first far. episode, yeah. Yeah, but I, I just feel like it's the same slice that they've used at E3 and at previous yeah. conventions. So I'm sure the game right now is way further along than this, but there's just little things like the character model's hair. It has that kind of speckly like effect and it just hasn't been rendered and it doesn't look like current gen. Everything else looks amazing. The they lighting. Can't stuff up Cloud's hair because Cloud's hair yes. is, is an iconic. Yeah. I reckon he's he's got that insured. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. You have to. <laughs> but like yeah, it, everything else looks amazing. The the faces and like the the I guess the effects of the spells and the enemies and everything. It, it feels really good too, and it was great to kind of pick it up and get an idea of what it's going to be like to see that game go from what we know as this traditional JRPG, like classic PS1 game, to something that's a bit more free roaming and, you know, you can smash uh, boxes with your sword as you're wandering around and get power-ups that way. And the way that the battle systems work is really interesting too with the kind of hybrid of the ATB system that we know. So it's good to kind of, you know, you can watch the videos and you can watch the demos that are out on YouTube, but Getting to actually have a go at it, you, you just get a, a better sense of whether it's for you, I think. And, yeah, like, I think that game's going to do really well. Has, has it got you pretty keen? Like, after getting your hands on it, are you still excited for when this yeah. uh, this first episode I'm drops? a huge FF7 fan. Like, it was one of my most memorable PS1 games back in the day. So, it's a game that I've replayed, like, every, like, five to ten years oh, nice. since. Yeah. And it's, like, one of those fantasies that pun intended, I guess, but it was one of those fantasies for it to get remade for years, like even going back to PS3 when they did the old, like, tech demo of what it would look like and rumours of it so long. Yeah, and we've been waiting for this, like, it got revealed in, what, 2015, 2014 or something, so... It is my favourite game of all time. It's yeah. easy. Final, Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII was the game that, like, showed me that games could be about story, yeah. that they could be deeper than just a side-scroller or something else. Mm. I played RPGs before that, but Final Fantasy VII was the first game that I'd like go to high school. I had like a, I had like a binder with like where to find all the summons. Yeah. Like, you nice. Know, nice. You, know, you go and look up, the, look up on the internet, you know, all these fan pages and stuff. And you know, oh, did you know this was here? Because like, oh, yeah. it was four discs, right, if I remember. Uh, three. Right? Three. Yeah. The first was three. Yeah, I just remember the, the big chunker I had way yeah. back when. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic game. I, I'm... I'm excited, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Like a very like, yeah. optimistic about it. I'm cautious. You have to temper it a bit because it's, it's 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 a high degree of difficulty when you're looking at something that's beloved that much. 
Like there will be some nostalgia, but there'll also be like an added pressure because of that nostalgia. You won't just give it a free pass necessarily. And because we know it's going to be different, it's automatically going to get criticism regardless of how good it is. Even just being split up into sections and people will say it wasn't long enough or they'll say that they put too much detail into this section and we're going to have to wait how, <coughs> sorry, how long for the next one. So Even as much as like the characters now have voices, which is something they never did in the original. Yeah. The way that, the way that I remember the lines being spoken, even if they have the exact same dialogue, the way that I yeah. read a line in my head could completely change the way a conversation yeah. went. Well, speak, speaking of that, all the games in the demo were Japanese, oh, sorry, all the voices were Japanese, which is pretty trippy to hear, like, Barrett, big black dude with the Japanese voice coming out. It's like, oh, okay. Probably still would have sounded intimidating, yeah. yeah. And he's, like, yelling stuff out in the middle of the battle, like, telling, I don't know if he's yelling at the enemy or he's yelling at Cloud, but it's not always subtitled, so, it, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a demo, it, it, it's a taste of the game, and if you, I don't know, if you feel like playing it and you feel like lining up today, well, I, might I mean, it'll be... There is the PlayStation Experience app, you may be able to book a slot. By the way, Square Enix, if you're looking for someone to voice the uh, Australia, the English version of Barrett, I'll have this voice for a couple more days. The, the Aussie version, I think. The there will have to be the Aussie translation, yeah. Scarred on Cloud. Yeah. Scarred on We've got to save the planet, Cloud. Let's go, let's go fuck up Shinra, let's go. So right after that I headed on over to the uh, Pokemon Ooh. Sword and Shield okay. line and okay. got, it, got in there, got the, the blue, what not the blue, the water gym demo basically. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it's probably been online, I'm not sure, I haven't followed it that closely. But no one's on the internet, they're all yeah. TikTok down. So it's like your, uh, your puzzle before getting to the gym leader. And it's basically toggling different like bridges and things to get through to the end of the level. And while you're running around, you're getting into battles with people. And all your Pokemon are level 50. You can switch them out. And I've got basically all the starters and then a few other like ones that we've seen in the demos and stuff. Have you got a Surfetch? No, I was not there. You had the, uh, I forget his name, but the like metal crow dude. Oh, um... Yeah, and he's got the hat on. Yeah. What is this? It's, it's not. It's not Murkrow. That's another guy again. And he's he's the uh, the, the taxi service in the game too. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's interesting. That's another game that's been wanted for like a 3D Pokemon. Yeah. That's another game that's like I've been keen. been spoken about for eons. Yeah. Since the yeah. first. Since the GameCube. Blue came much, yeah. Much. Yeah. yeah. Like, when are they going to finally do it? It's yeah. It's interesting to see they're finally doing one. It looks so pretty. It does. Yeah. yeah. It looks stunning. Um, and if, you know, Let's Go gave us sort of a, a taste of what it would be as like a, a starter entry-level baseline and now getting this full-fledged version, hand-holding's gone and everything like that, I'm, I'm keen. That's, that's what, 17th of November, 15th Soon, of November, yeah. something like that? It's a month away, yeah. So it's yeah. the same day as Death Stranding or something? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to, so yeah, do you want to catch um, Pokemon made of strawberries and cream or do you want to piss on stuff? That's the two yeah. options. Yeah. yeah. Such a weird, like... Pokemon and Death Stranding the same. I'm probably going to buy both. I'm going to walk up to the counter and they're going to be like, Is this one for your kid? Yeah. <laughs> you got that voice, they won't question it. They'll be like, Yeah, he's into some things. <laughs> yeah. I'll take both of these, please. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was good to play. I hadn't played and this uh, box set of the Babysitter's Club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't played a, a Pokemon game since Black, I think, on the DS, so it was good to see what's changed since then. Even just some small stuff, I guess, like 
giving you an, an item like description for each move that you can do and yeah. you can like look up what type the other Pokemon is. I know it's probably been in a couple of versions of the previous Pokemon games, but as someone that's kind of a casual Pokemon fan but really excited about this, definitely gave me yeah a bit a bit more to look forward to. What about you, Screamers? Does Pokemon uh, move the needle for you? Are you a bit of a Pokemon fan or not anymore unfortunately, no. I've sort of moved away from Pokemon. Okay. Like, I was a massive fan back in the day. Yep. And then I think I walked away from it and then there was like 20,000 more Pokemon and I was like, ah, oh, damn. I can't keep up with this. You're just yeah. a traditionalist, you want that OG 151. OGs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember when uh, Pokemon Go came out, it was a big thing and, and my wife, she doesn't play games at all. And she's like, I want to play this Pokemon Go. I'm like, go for it. And yeah. she got addicted. 2am waking me up going, there's a Pikachu somewhere, we've got to go. I'm like, what, what is this? I'm like... <laughs> So was, that, was, that was probably the last time I've ever played it, like a, a Pokemon was Pokemon Go when, when it first came out. Which was a phenomenal man. Pokemon Go took them. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it's, 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 still, it's still really big. Like they have gyms and stuff around, packs. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, I loved it. I love when that came out. Like um, around where I live, it's pretty, it's not a rough neighborhood, but you wouldn't be walking at like 11.30 at night. And there was people walking in the park all together, just Pokemon going. And I was like, wow, they're getting kids out. Not at night time, but even during the day and stuff. I was, game was amazing yeah same with like when uh, uh harry potter wizard unite came out yeah the same thing started again you started seeing more people out and about walking and yeah. things like that i like it it's good yeah, yeah. they just punch their way into mainstream culture you know it gets yeah. reported on the news and your your mum and your neighbors and everyone else is playing it instead of just the random stereotypical gamers you know and i like that did you guys play pokemon masters at all it's sort of come out in the last couple of months on the mobile as well I checked out I that not. I checked out one. It was like a, like a track one. I don't know what it was like. It was very, very weird. I checked out. I don't think it was Pokemon Masters. There's a few out now. I think there's like two or three. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I checked out Masters. Is it any good? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Like, it's just a battler. Um, and you play with two other sort of squad mates. So you sort of synergize attacks and whatever else. And But it, it's all right. It's a good little snap game. Like, obviously, there is some heavy microtransaction flavors in there. Um, you know, I may have made a partaken in here or there just to try and get a... Oh, here we go. Who wants another free shitty hat? It's ridiculous. Who wants a t-shirt that you will never wear? Yeah. Go on to the op shop in two years. I feel like we're at a bloody insane clown posse. Like we're at the Juggalo convention or whatever it is. talking shit about Juggalos. <laughs> we're a family. You actually start to sound like a bit of like a Juggalo there. <laughs> Magnus, how the fuck did they work? Like, something like that. Oh my goodness. But um, John, have you played anything else? Oh, I guess yeah, what's the Pokemon like? Yeah, sorry. What was your feeling like? Did it? Because you said you sort of been off the train for a while, but you sort of appreciate yeah. the world. Do I'm all in on, I'm all in on Pokemon. Like yeah. since the Shield, Sword and Shield was revealed, I was like, yeah, I got to get a Switch, and uh, I've been pretty keen, pretty looking forward to it. Playing through Nino Kuni on PS4 at the moment to kind of the superior into, Pokemon yeah, to, game to get into that world. Yeah, it's um, I'm, I'm in the mood for it, and it's gonna be something where yeah, I'm gonna, probably gonna play Death Stranding first because I'm guessing that's gonna be like a 12-hour game. And then the world's never going to be the same after you finish Death Stranding. You're going to question everything in life. I think I question it just watching the trailers. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! Right, Kojima, it's going to be good, I guess. It's a new genre, like it's the Strand genre now, and we're all interconnected. And I saw a great Death Stranding cosplay yesterday. This couple had an actual baby on their front. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to play Death Stranding, and then I'm going to let Pokemon be my like next couple of months you know baby's coming in december yeah. i think it'll be a good one to kind of play 
pick up and put down and not have to do those marathon sessions like you might want to with a game with yeah. a bit more narrative like that's stranding. Are you going uh, shield or dog with sword in mouth? Sword, I think. Is yes. that got the far-fetched dude in it? I think I think Sir Fetch is yeah, in okay. um, well, I'm definitely well. going definitely going for yeah, sword. Yeah, dog with sword in mouth. That's scary. Like if I got home and saw Winston just trucking around the house with a fucking sword in his mouth, I'm like, take what you want, man. Like <laughs> You're the it's captain yours. Now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's your place now. Yeah, plus, shields are boring. Defense, yeah. yeah. I never defend things. Attack, and it's flawed. Like the shield is his head, yeah. and the shield is around his face. So you just punch him in the nose, and he's he's down. Like I mean, realistically, that's gonna be a head trauma. He's probably stupid as shit. Like, he's got no brain cells left. He's gonna play yeah. head all the time. He defends with his face. Highlander rules again. You know, just <laughs> take that head off, and he's got nothing. It's true. Yeah. But um, yeah, outside of like Avengers, played a couple of indies. Uh, got to dabble twice with uh, Hawk Knights. That was fun, wasn't that it? Was, which which was is good. a great little indie. It's dabbled awesome. like through La Trobe University, sort of championed a lot of that. Um, yeah, I can't remember which university it was. I think it was that might have been the collaboration between yeah. uh, the was it the Kiwi guys? Yeah, yeah. And, and La Trobe, I think. Yeah. But it's it's great. It was sort of like. Uh, Smash Bros meets Gang, Gang Beasts. And a little bit of Nidhogg thrown in there. Yeah, stupid, yeah. stupid fun. Really impressive visuals, especially the environments. Yeah. Just like how everything you could interact with, like there was like a backstory. You play as like little, little avatar-sized foods, um, hams, donuts, and whatever else, and you've got a you've got a blunt or a sharp appendage that you've got to try and stab the other players with. Yeah. And you, you have a fight like over a barbecue and in a in a camping site and all these other kitchens. The, the, the environments they put together were fantastic, but you were saying like they engaged a third party, like environmental specialists, yeah. to sort of tackle that part of the game. Yeah, but like the lighting and stuff in those backgrounds is pretty amazing. Like yeah. there's a there's a sunset over a beach and rippling off the waves, and it, it looks really impressive. But the character models too, I think, oh, yeah. are, are really cool. Like they're really fun. They're really every one of them is pretty hilarious and, and memorable, and they stand out from each other. They have really great food puns in there. We, we know you love a bit of a food oh, pun. I'm getting tingly just thinking yeah. about it. But uh, talking to the to the guy that designed those, uh, he had like 50 characters and he had to like narrow it down to, like, I think there's like 12 in the yeah. game or something. Fun dude was my favorite. Fun yeah. yeah. dude. Serious ham. And Serious. Yeah, I went with, uh, sort with the, what was the donut guy? Yeah, I can't Do remember. Mr. Doughboy, yeah. Doughboy. Doughboy. Yeah. yeah. But no, I'm, I'm like you, Perko. I want to try and take some time today to get amongst more of those indies. And I've sort of had a little bit of a newfound addiction pop up regarding minis and painting. Like I, I heard you spent some time. Yeah, yeah. Some mini painting yesterday. So uh, we're going to go into the the free paint area again later today and, and, and see if I can actually wield a paintbrush with any level of skill and ability. Um, Ease of grace. Yeah, yeah, like, but after having all types of different cocktails the last few days, like, I got the Michael J. Foxes going on, something shocking, so we'll see how we go. Um, but I'm looking forward to that, and, and like, sort of secret shame, but I'm thinking of buying a Warhammer Warcry set. Because, yeah, it's not a secret back, anymore. Harkening back to when I was like 12, had a massive chaos army. And um, yeah, I think I want to get the Warcry because it's like 45 minute game, super quick, little eight man squads, no nonsense. That's and how it starts. This is well. how addiction starts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is how it begins. 
two in two years' time, you'll be here at PAX. You'll be talking, you'll be broke, back on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on, on that bridge, like, <laughs> knelt over with the hat in front of me, asking for some more hammer change. Some like, minis. No, no, you're asking for the minis. Can, can anyone hit me minis? Can you spare some paint? <laughs> yeah. spare some paint. Get out of here, you fucking paint sniffer. <laughs> no, not for me, for the minis. I'm painting minis. Yeah, yeah, sure, mate, sure. <laughs> any, any of you guys dabbled in, in Warhammer? Or, like, I know you were saying you're jumping into D&D, so that's a nice little extension, but... Are you all about the mini life? I, I wasn't until uh, Pirate introduced me to like painting the minis. And he's like, I'm like, I can't paint them. I'm going to shake it around. I can't do it. And like four hours later, I blink. I'm sitting there painting this little mini. And I think it looks good. And then you put a magnifying over top of it. And you're like, I've got to start again. I've got to do it again. And then you, another four hours. Well, then you look at one online. You go, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, it's yeah. The skills some of these people have, like you walk past the sort of the glass cabs and they're all got their little armies painted. And it's it's, it's like Da Vinci's rolled in there and you know, smattered paint around the joint. Like, it's it's pretty special. It's pretty massive on, like, the uh, Twitch and all that as well. Like, they're watching, yeah. watching people paint the minis and things like that but yeah. I didn't get into Warhammer I did get into um, for a little while building Gundams oh nice uh, nice those and stuff as well so I was into that for a bit and, and I was like oh this shouldn't be too hard to paint <laughs> oh, it's, it's freaking hard man yeah. you've got some skill to do that stuff and Gundams are at least pretty big yeah you can get you can get some big models yeah you can so it's, it's pretty interesting but the techniques they use to, to build the little lines and you put a little bit of alcohol in there then you just touch the paint and it sort of runs through the water. there's some really cool techniques that people use it's an art form you know and just the patience some of these people have to spend hours painting a mini that's an inch high and it just looks so lifelike and then they start doing like the speckling on the ground for the grass and the textures and hats off to them and then there's speed painters in there like where they try and paint minis in under like 20 minutes oh, and the detail they per- churn out in 20 minutes is just insane more than I churn out in 20 days yeah I'm terrible at this especially if you're boxing you know it's, it's pretty, pretty tough when you got the cocktail jitters with your shakes and my and my voice we've got, oh, we've got a, man, this is a cocktail of laughs at the moment <laughs> we're getting locked up that guy's getting locked up this afternoon too but we'll be right there with him my goodness he just stepped out of bloody House of a Thousand Corpses, that bloke. Did you see him? I didn't, did he? Holy moly, he went round that way. Okay. There's been some... Actually, that's another thing we should talk about. The cosplay that's been here has been outrageously good. Yeah. So I, I, I've been carrying a camera around, and unfortunately I haven't caught a lot of the really good stuff just because I know it's usually been like I've dropped my camera back for a bit. There's been some cosplay that has been just mind-blowing. But, God, man, people have a... Talent, massive amount of talent for stuff. It is incredible. Yeah. It's like the, the money and the time that gets invested into that with some of these cosplays, it's it's insane. Like it's it's like art realized in real, like transitioning to that real life. You see it straight off the page or off the off the screen, and yeah, testament to everybody that gets involved in that cosplay space, and even testament to them, like walking from their Airbnb down the street in this heavy ass shit getting all those kinds of looks and whatever else yeah. like it it's a real commitment to put yeah. on some of those things too like they do not look comfortable it's hard enough wandering around packs with normal clothes on you know yeah. i'm sweating right now just in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt yeah. like it is I'm fun just, though. just a sweaty person yeah. <laughs> it is great seeing these people out of context i was talk, telling yesterday about seeing Ryu at the urinal yeah. <laughs> I don't, can't remember if he was bare feet or not. Like, was he doing any hapu? Hapu can. That would be the best, mate. If he's just in there, he just go hapu can. <laughs> just hear it drop. At the urinal, that would be pretty concerning. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the stores are full, man. Yeah. That's it. That's it. 
That's it. When you've got to go, you've got to go. We've got a few of us. Have you ever wanted to cosplay? Or if you would, who would you cosplay as is the, the next question. I don't know if it's, if it's classified as cosplay, but um, I went to a Renaissance fair oh, nice. uh, this year and nice. I went just like plain clothes. And next year I'm, I'm going dressed up. I'm like, nah, it looks pretty fun. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to back in the day, I think, uh, Supernova days. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go and do the whole uh, Power Ranger get up. But I never look good in spandex, so I was like, I don't know. I was, uh, don't, don't mock a teacher, right? You might look great. Yeah, yeah. You gotta either um, lean really heavy into the irony of it, or yeah. you gotta have a good body. So, you, but yeah. it's, it's the same thing. It's the commitment, man. Like, like I said, walking through these conventions and the, like, I was like, nah, I couldn't. And, it, and it's not even just the walking; it's getting stopped every two seconds yeah. for a photo, having to pose, navigate the crowd. Like it's elbow to elbow in here. Yeah. Like, I don't know, fucking. I should be able to tell this story. It should be okay. I've got a mate, I won't say his name, but he was cosplaying here yesterday as a like a like an agent, but he's actually a police officer. Oh damn. And one of his police friends was here and told him he's like actually we're actually on a lookout for someone. So he was cosplaying as, as an agent, an agent looking for somebody. Undercover, like like looking for someone to get his so police good. job. And I was like, man, you can't even say you're undercover now because you dress like a yeah. special agent. So yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, uh, that was pretty interesting to see. Good on him. Yeah. So everyone's stressing out now it's gonna be looking for agents now. Yeah. No one is safe. I, I think if I had to do something it'd probably be like Peter B. Parker from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse because he's sort of dad bodden out of shape disheveled I'm like I can pull that look off just give yeah. me a you know trackies. the Spider-Man underneath the trackies yeah. one boot I can make that work you could do you could do Jay Jonah oh yeah just yelling all the Spider-Mans yeah. here yeah. that's where I, that's where I was getting at get me paints for my minis <laughs> Yeah, if I was ever to do something like that, same thing, like, so you can actually cover the spandex up with some trackies or something like that. Um, same with, something that's full-faced as well, you know, yeah. cover up, just be like incognito. You could be anybody then. Yeah. You know? I wanted to do, I didn't have the money all the time, but I wanted to do a really good Gambit one this year. Because Gambit's one of my, I think he's one of the most underrated heroes that really hasn't been represented in any kind of movie yeah. yet. Channing Tatum was apparently a supposed, like, supposed to play at one point, and I'm very glad that didn't happen. But, um... I really wanted to do like a, a really good Gambit cosplay and come as Gambit. That would have been fun. No. I really liked um, Taylor Kitsch playing him in. Uh, was it in Wolverine? Did, was it in Wolverine? Yeah, he got a little didn't give him much to do though. Yeah. It, wasn't too, it wasn't too. He bad. had a good look for it though. Yeah, good look, it's yeah. all Remy LeBeau. It was pretty good there. But, yeah. I really could like a younger Benicio del Toro. You know how you know he's in Snatch and he says all those yeah. lines. And, like, he, like, that'd be a really good Gambit. Like, yeah, yeah, I need that Cajun talk. Yeah, that Cajun. Yeah. I got these weird little alien twin dudes just looking over my sh over your shoulder at me, trying to goose me out. Then are they goose? I, I didn't crack. You did. You weird looking fuckers. Get out of here. I can tell, mate. I can tell you're flipping off from your pocket. Get <laughs> to the old the sneaky, the sneaky the flip off. Nah, nah. Always consummate professionals around here. Always. So, uh, yeah, Gambit. Like, I gotta ask you, like, off topic. If you were Gambit, obviously he was all about Rogue. Like, that was his boo. And you know the risks of, uh, you know, betting Rogue. Would you pursue those risks oh, with your love like that? You know, Rogue's hot as fuck, but yeah, in a heartbeat. I don't really care. Yeah, Nelly die in coitus, you know? Well, happens every time anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a regular Saturday night, mate. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. That was a throwback to the BDSM joke. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. Full circle. Yeah, full circle. Full circle. <laughs> so I guess, I guess we could sort of segue. We've we still got a little bit of time before we've got to move on out for the next podcast to... Uh, Come, come its way here to the stand, but maybe we could sort of talk a little bit of loose news. Obviously, the PlayStation 5. Can we get Perko to do the jingle? Oh, the jingle. Yeah, the, this week's news headlines. You could try it. 
go on. Would you go? Yeah. Just, just this week's news headlines. This week's news headlines. It sounds it sound carbon copy. That's yeah. fantastic. So, obviously, PlayStation 5 come out, official presses, videos, and all that. Uh, they've sort of rattled off some of the, the tech specs, talking about the adaptive triggers, which is sort of a little bit exciting going down that sort of haptic feedback route. Uh, the, the disk drive for physical games and 4K Blu-ray, so there's stuff we're stepping up in that regard. Uh, the game installs where they're going to be able to park a lot of that data on the SSD, so you're going to get faster boots, faster renders. Uh, the controller doesn't have a new name yet. The UI is great. Obviously, they've now opened up to also cross-platform, which is something I think that everybody's been waiting for for quite some time. They haven't really given a huge amount more detail outside of those main hit points. Yeah, I think they announced the like the release window is probably the biggest yeah, holiday away. 2020. The, the vague term of holiday. One thing that will make me lose my shit if they announced Discord support for PlayStation. Yeah. That would, I would be I so wouldn't hold my breath, so, but not, yeah. it's not going to happen. Well, i got to say, you know, the Ultra Super Mega Discord is one of the most active discords in the Australian, maybe the, the global gaming community it is, these days. It is very, so, it's very um, active. If you go in there, it's not uncommon to, like, you have to you have to turn your notifications off with that Discord. Yeah. So it's not uncommon, like, you just, you just get spammed. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people, a lot of active people in there, and it's a great thing. But, like, it sucks that, it sucks that I can't. I'm either playing my PlayStation or I'm playing my PC, and they're very, very different groups of people at the yeah. moment because there's no like central platform where everyone can converse, and I can't like be playing a PlayStation game, talking to my friends on a PlayStation party, and still be in Discord and like you know. So I really, I mean, if they, I honestly think the first like console to do that is gonna, I mean, like they make big waves. 100%. It's really come out of nowhere. Like there's always your team speaks and things like that, but this is sort of bridge that gap between chat and obviously then voice chat now video chat and everything else in between so it's pretty cool to see I'm, I'm just waiting to see who snaps them up is it going to be sony making the power play and buying them or microsoft microsoft have the money imagine if old uh, google stadia comes rolling on here and acquires that and then it's like there's their chat hub sorted out oh, that'd be bad <laughs> nintendo probably should have because their chat system at the oh, moment is a dog's breakfast i can't like I think the Switch, I've sort of done a 180, I haven't done a 180. I was very critical of the Switch when it came out. A lot of people, there's a lot of brand loyalty to Nintendo. And yeah. I don't think that people were critical enough of Nintendo's Switch release. I, I actually think it's, to release a console in 2019, that, like, it, the online is just bad. Oh yeah, adding friends is bad, voice chat is bad, the store wasn't great. Like, it, it just, and everyone was like, the Switch is the best console ever. And I was like, oh, it's not. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's great. It's Man, the best handheld the problems. world's ever seen. Oh, yeah, That's for damn sure. But definitely. Yeah, all the back end is just a mess. Yeah, like, even still, like, they, and then they released that app on the phone. You had to have your phone screen on and you couldn't lock your phone. And then you need the adapter going from there to the switch and then your hardwired headphones. Because it still doesn't support Bluetooth headphones, yeah. does it? It's still got to be hardwired. Neither does Sony. So it's the only Bluetooth I think that Sony supports is the Sony Bluetooth the official headphones. official Sony one? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure anyway. And no achievement system on the Switch still to this day. It bums me out so much because I'm an achievement bitch. Yeah, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. I love my platinum trophies. In fact, like even if a game now, I've got a, I've built a really nice, good PC. And even if, like, if I have the choice now to get you know, on PC or PS4, you know, I think I can go for the platinum trophy on the PlayStation. I'll yeah. just get it on the PlayStation. You're all yeah. yeah. My spirit animal. Do, do you like? Because I've got no skin in this game. Like, I'll play a game. Anyway. I'll finish it, I'll really enjoy it, but 
I don't go hunt the platinums or the the full gamer score for the Xbox or whatever else. Screamus, are you are you about these stats? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm a really online player, yeah. and unfortunately, there's no achievements for online playing. Like, there's not not that many. So, like, I've got like I think on my Xbox, I think a 13 year tender. Nice. With like a 20,000 gamer score. Yeah. And it's like that's nothing for a 13 year tender or whatever. Well, you know what? There's been probably about 10,000 your mum jokes on uh, COD Online over those definitely, 13 years. So that's sure. that's an achievement in itself. Yeah. But yeah, with the um the PlayStation 5, I'm more excited for the. Uh, next-gen nostalgia feel like the new console coming out like the xbox release the scorpio whatever it was the yeah um, the xbox one x one x and all that and this is like that was the same kind of console this to me i feel like it's a, a, a new generation new generation yeah. so i was like well that's, that's exciting so and it, i think i'm most excited for because it's a level playing field again everyone starts at zero yeah let's see where the power shifts because obviously both respective companies are doing some good some bad some just, questionable decisions realize my flies are done <laughs> The interesting thing about that is, uh, like IGN put out a poll I saw, and it was like, which feature are you most excited about? I think it was 60% of people, or, it was the vast majority said backwards compatibility. Yeah. So the most excited thing is that they can play their old games on it, which is kind of funny. That, yeah, that, that, that sort it, of some backwards thinking, really. Yeah, well, but, because I mean, if you look at people's PlayStation collections, there's an investment of sometimes tens of thousands of dollars, and you go out and you spend yeah. more, like another thousand dollars, arguably, on a new release console. And all of a sudden, your ten thousand dollar investment sometimes, all yeah. ten thousand dollars, is it's gone. And I yeah. guess there's a lot of these games that people just want to keep playing, like whether it's a Destiny two or whether it's a Overwatch or something. They don't have to buy a new version of it. But that, I guess, that concept that people are excited about that kind of goes against the idea of a fresh start. So, you know, it might be Xbox and PlayStation five putting out new consoles, but if everyone's still wanting to play their PS four games, they're probably going to go for the PS five. That's true as well. And brand loyalty is a big thing as well. Like, yeah. you can't, like, there's just there's diehard Sony fans, there's diehard Microsoft fans, there's diehard Nintendo fans. There's people who like will just bleed black and blue and tell you that right now Xbox is the best console in this generation. And I've met that. Uh, yeah, they're wrong. They're, <laughs> they're very wrong. PC Master Race, mate. PC yeah. Master Race. I think that um, that loyalty we've seen a bit of a shift this generation where so many people have switched to PS4. It's you can only take that away from the numbers of whatever it is, 100 million units or around about. I mean, so. also, you, Xbox is, well, Microsoft in general, they're in a bit of identity crisis at the moment, I think. I don't think they know what they really want to do. I think they're figuring it out, but yeah. they're playing catch-up at the same time, so it's a bit hard to actually do anything that, that you know, makes it dense. I, I can still see sort of flown that white flag for this gen and, and obviously you see all these, these studios they've picked up. They're certainly looking for this gen, yeah. Xbox... One S squared or whatever they're going to name this beast. Uh, with all these do. new exclusives coming out. I still out. have a feeling. I still have a feeling it'd be intelligent for them to do it. I think is to not get out of the console game entirely, but um, move more towards a software like a Steam platform. Yeah. Because right now you can already get you can already get all of the first party games yeah, on Xbox on, on and Windows, PC. Yeah. I really think that what will eventually happen is anything that runs Windows 10 is an Xbox. So like Xbox, the Xbox component would be built into the operating yeah. system, and then they'll they'll pretty much go out to the HPs and the Dells of the world and say, make us make us some hardware. I'm with you. Can run Windows 10 and it'll have an Xbox on it. Yeah. And then they can get out of the consoles. All three manufacturers said there's no there's no money for us in consoles. Yeah. In fact, we lose money for the first 
five years of a console's lifespan until the, the tech gets cheap enough. So it'd be smart for them to you know, get get out of that. Yeah, well, they're, they're leaning that way, obviously, with xCloud coming yeah. up. So I think that's going to be their test bed to yeah shift to so, yeah. some kind of virtual hosting platform and yeah just just have everything up in the cloud. And when it, Azure's massive, like I, I work in IT every day. Like it's a, it's that's what I do for my career: IT security and IT you know uh, big enterprise level stuff. And Azure's huge. It's only getting bigger. So. Cloud service is going to be big. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, I guess we need to start sort of closing this down for for the week because uh, we're getting close to knockoff time here. We've got another podcast coming in. I oh, know we don't. You guys are on lunch break. Yeah. We got some uh, eight bit approved stickers to be handing out too. We do. So. We do. We've got to go uh, smatter them around some of the booths for the games that we love to play this weekend. But I guess. Uh, Anything else you want to say before we close this thing off? Any any uh, social plugs? Any content plugs? Any Valvoline oils and oils sort of puns you want to throw in there? What do you oils got? Oils and oils. <laughs> I just want to say like this artwork here at the, at the Audio Technica booth. Oh, dude! Yeah, All weekend it's gone. It's amazing. Yeah, Jesse is a savant. Like, <laughs> like luckily no one from Nintendo has cruised on over here and sort of said, "Hey, mate, um, we want we're, we're taking you for that misty IP that you got there." But and Zelda is it? Yeah, Zelda's there, Sailor Moon's there, Bulma's there, like... The way I asked your beautiful partner who she thinks you are in the mural, and she actually said you were probably Misty, so that's... A that's, that's pretty true. <laughs> pretty pretty you know, She actually did break my bike, so that's why we're sort of together, because I'm chasing around, getting a new, waiting for my new bike, so... Uh, that's good. Yeah. Nah, nah, Misty's cute as a button. She's got them, like, little Daisy Duke shorts on. I, I couldn't pull off sort of the, the singlet she's wearing these days, and... There's your cosplay. I wouldn't look too good with the, the red hair, but I'll, I'll give it a good hot crack, that's for sure. If you cosplay as Misty, I'll come as Videl. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. Let's get him. Who's going to be my Togepi? Who am I going to carry around all the time? Actually, next year. Little Winnie. We should recreate, Winnie. We should recreate that with the wigs. Let's yeah. do it. For the 8-bit podcast. Let's like do it. Cast next year. Let's get us four back it. here, and we're going to be, uh, yeah, like-for-like <laughs> like comparisons there. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good I idea. reckon Screamers look pretty good as Sailor Moon. I think so. I think, I think I would too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's settled. It's done. Yeah, lock it in. It is now official on the record, and this is going to be released to the world tomorrow morning. So, Wait, no uh, one told me that. Yeah, it's all happening, mate. So, uh, yeah, where can we find all you sexy lads before we uh, close the sucker down? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Screamers. Um, I'm always lurking around there. Uh, also on a podcast, TRP, the Review Podcast, found on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, and, yeah, most of the social media there as well. So, sweet. Uh, you can find me at Johnny himself. I'll be putting up some uh, interviews I've done here on the show floor. I've interviewed uh, Victoria from Bungie. I've got a Devolver Digital interview happening. Had a panel a couple of days ago that will go up as a podcast as well. Just talking to some educators in, in video games. Pretty cool. And then my Comedy Rewind next episode with Benny, our friend Benny and Ali, who unfortunately couldn't come to PAX this year. Being yeah. Too busy living yeah. in America now. Uh, we're talking sheesh. <laughs> we're talking basketball, so that'll be coming out on Wednesday and having a great time looking at that. So, yeah. what about you, John Laws? <laughs> you can find me uh, at our website, ultrasupermega.com.au. It's going to go through a big uh, rebrand and a reshift soon. I'll do a redesign of the website. Um, we're going to relaunch the podcast, I think, pretty soon as well. Uh, don't know if it's going to be called the Mega Cast. I've got some things to do around there. Perco Cast. Maybe. But it's still going to be totally rad entertainment. Totally rad entertainment. I should do stingers. We should, we should record some stingers for some. Yeah. Just while it's here. Yeah, I'll buy some. And Matt Jerkins and Matty Jerkins on most of the socials. Because there's actually a person in the world whose name is Matty, like Matthew Jerkins. Man, I, so I reckon jerk. he got bullied as a kid. Yeah, I reckon so too. I mean, I fucking did with Perkins. You jerk, <laughs> are you jerking your gherkin, Perkins? <laughs> Ridiculous. And, and so they can find you on uh, TikTok. 
Yes. Uh, at Matty Jerkins. At Matt Jerkins. With Matt Jerkins. Matt Double T Jerkins. I figured this might be the last time we speak to you before you ascend into sort of D-list <laughs> celebrity status and forget about us all here on the pack show floor. D is for deep. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have your own, like, TikTok booth here next year. You'll be the face uh, of it. I sincerely hope not. Fuck. Yeah, but this uh, has been episode 168.5 of the Hungry Gamers podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe us, as well as all these other podcasts that these legends that I'm co-hosting with represent because those ratings and reviews help keep the emotional lights on in our hearts. But uh, thank you to AT for letting us uh, share this space again. Uh, you've always been extremely accommodating, providing us the best in audio-based equipment. But until next week, AP Nation, much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry.